Good morning, and welcome to this special 9-11 edition of Starting Right. Today we're going to share some memories of 9-11, plus we're going to look at some of the lessons we can learn from that disaster that changed our world forever. So I welcome you here today to this special edition of Starting Right. ago today, there was an attack against the United States that really changed the world forever. You can't live in any country of the world that was not impacted by the events of 9-11. On that day, a group of terrorists set out to attack civilians and destroy everything they could in the process. Two separate airliners crashed into the twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City, sending those buildings crashing to the ground. A third plane crashed into the United States Pentagon. A fourth plane was on its way to, we're not sure where, but they suspect either the White House or the Capitol building in the United States, when the passengers wrestled back control of that aircraft and causing that plane to crash in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, killing all the passengers on board. Nearly 3,000 people died that day as a direct result of those attacks. But even still today, there are people who are dying as a result of dealing with those attacks. It has changed our world forever. This morning, let me share with you a couple stories that exemplify the bravery of individuals on that day. The first man was a young 24-year-old by the name of Wells Crowther. He was an equities trader working on the 104th floor of Trade Center 1. After the first plane hit, he came down the stairs and arrived on the 78th floor where there was chaos amongst the people that were there, not knowing what to do or where to go or how to handle anything. He immediately stepped in. With a red bandana around his face, he immediately called them, took control of the situation, guided them towards the stairway, getting them to go down safely together, helping each other along the way. He carried a woman on his back down 15 floors of stairs to where they were met with more help. Then he went back up the stairs with the firefighters into the inferno to rescue more people. He is credited with directly saving over a dozen people that day. One of the survivors, Ling Young, told CNN, he's definitely my guardian angel. No ifs, ands, or buts, because without him, we would have been sitting there waiting until the building came down on us. Crowther's body was later recovered alongside firefighters in a stairwell that led back up into the tower. In his hands, he was carrying the Jaws of Life rescue tool that he was setting out to use. Another hero was a man by the name of Rick Rescorla. He was the head of security in the South Tower, Trade Center 2. When American Flight 11 hit the first tower, Port Authority told Rescorla to keep his employees at their desks, keep everybody working. He told them in no uncertain terms that he disagreed with that assessment and began to get people out. Within 16 minutes, 2,700 people were evacuated from the second tower. And within a very few minutes, that tower too was hit. As we all know, both of those towers eventually were completely destroyed. The one plane that day that did not hit any buildings was United Flight 93. The passengers on board that plane began to find out what was happening. They realized their plane had been hijacked and they decided to do something about it. So as a group of passengers, they rushed the terrorists to try to take control back of the plane. The black box recordings of passengers trying to get onto the flight deck and take back control of the plane clearly record the struggle that was taking place. We know that the end result was that plane also crashed, but this plane crashed into an empty field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, killing everybody on board. The events of 9-11 were meant to demoralize the people of the United States. 
But something unique happened, something powerful happened as a result of it. Instead of being demoralized, the United States came together as a group of people across political lines, across religious lines, in ways that were not possible just a few days before. People came together. Their country had been attacked and it was hurting, and they came together to find healing together. I found myself asking myself several times if I would have had the courage to do what those people did on 9-11. Courage has been described as not the absence of fear, but the ability to continue in spite of that fear. It was that ability amongst the individuals who went back into the towers, who went in to save people of the towers, who fought to take back control of that aircraft that had been hijacked and they knew was now going out and kill other people. That kind of courage is a special kind of courage. It's the kind of courage that people respect and are drawn to, and it helped to bring back that nation and in many ways bring the world together to start to deal with this real threat. When we look back on the events of 9-11, we can see how those attacks were meant to destroy the morale and the courage and the resolve of the people of the United States. But what it did instead was galvanize that country in a powerful way. And not only that country, but much of the world became united to start to deal with terrorism that was tearing people apart and destroying lives. There was a verse of scripture that was prayed and spoken of many times during that time. It was found in Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. God is speaking, and he says, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. For most of us, 9-11 was one of the most horrific events in our memory. It was meant to destroy and to separate and to cause fear. It was meant to tear people apart. It was meant to cause faith to disappear and despair to set in. 9-11 couldn't do that. People of the world rose up again. Today we are facing another attack, this pandemic which has spread across the entire world. History will record those who were victims to this pandemic. It will record those who've been heroic in dealing with it and stepping up and fighting against it, and those who, in the midst of the fight, have lost their lives as well. The pandemic is causing division, often along political viewpoints. But if we learn the lesson from 9-11, 2020 can become a time of healing and strengthening and resolve as well. Those people that gave their lives on 9-11 did it because they cared for people and they cared for what is right. Their legacy is one of courage and strength and determination to get through what comes against them. We need that same courage and strength and determination today. We need to be brave and courageous today. Remembering that courage is not the absence of fear. It's the ability to continue in spite of it. The example that we've seen in those who lived through 9-11 is a powerful declaration of what there can be in our lives today, even as we are facing something that is just as destructive, taking more lives, but attacking in a different way. And the same scripture that was used back for 9-11 is the scripture that we should be hanging on to today. When there are people who are part of God's family who will humble themselves and will pray and will seek his face and will turn from their wicked ways, God says, I will hear from heaven and I will heal your land. Today we are so grateful for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice of their lives on that day in 9-11. Many of them were innocent victims. Many were heroes who chose to go and face the danger. 
Let's thank God for the people who gave their lives in 9-11. Let's be thankful that that same God is now in control during what we are facing with our pandemic. And let's turn to that God for the same answers and humble ourselves and pray and believe that he will bring about a resolve to this as well, in which will unite our nations and our people, and we will be able to serve and know him better. Thank you for joining me for this special edition of Starting Right. Be blessed, my friends. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.